This is 3 and 5 on SLC Management Podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Steve Peacher, president of SLC Management. Thanks for dialing in. Today, I'm with Amy D'Angelo, who's a senior managing director and head of human resources at SLC with me. Amy, thanks for taking a moment with us. Thank you. I want to talk about the topic that everybody's talking about. You and I talk about it all the time, which is return to the office. Every day, if you read the paper, you read about how different firms are approaching it. We're talking about how we're approaching it. So can you speak to that? At SLC Management, what are we thinking about when we think about getting our employees back into our various offices? Obviously, very current topic here. You know, we've been welcoming people back on a voluntary basis. So like a lot of firms, we hoped for a, a broader return in the fall, but concerns on the, the Delta variant, we thought it was safest for a 2022 return. But a lot of people are coming in voluntarily, feeling good about being in the office, collaborating and seeing each other. That's great. From a health and safety standpoint, we are requiring vaccines in North America. So everyone who is choosing to come back in, that's a requirement and people feel good about that too. Our future of work model. So in 2022, we're returning to a flexible model with three common days to be in the office. We truly believe this will drive the informal interaction people are missing and the collaboration that that really builds and sustains culture. So this model we're excited about. We think it balances the needs of our clients, our business, our teams, and and our, our people effectively. So a return to the office bleeds into the topic of future work, but I think they're two different things. So when you think about the future of work and asset management and the, there are trends out there in terms of where people will end up once we're fully back, what are those trends and how have they guided our view at SLC of our future of work? We have definitely been connected with our peers in asset management. Um, we go to a lot of forums, a lot of CHRO forums and and business forums, the hybrid working model is definitely the most common. So the SLC flexible model, we're we're right there in line with with what others are doing. In fact, the last HR forum I went to, 85% of the group said two to three days in the week is the future of work in asset management. The discussion was it's no longer whether to be hybrid, but how to be successfully hybrid. And so what that means is creating a culture that's inclusive and equitable no matter where you are. And at SLC, we're, one of the things that's really important to that, to that principle is investing in technology to create a more equitable experience. So aiming for Zoom rooms that have virtual touch boards, training resources so people can understand the technology that's available to them, and then just asking people for input, you know, turning on our listening channels as we move into the flexible model. And then the last one, Steve, was really interesting in the, I went to a recent HR forum at the asset management table, we're talking about the need for enhanced learning and growth after we come out of this pandemic. The CFA Institute did a recent study and and about 91% of the people surveyed said they're looking to build a new skill in 2022, which was a huge number. Compared with only 46% of those same people said the company is giving them the support currently. So I think we're gonna see a big focus on learning and development coming out of this pandemic, which makes a lot of sense. You know, I think this pandemic and the strain of working from home or living at work, as some people have said, has really raised to the fore this notion of mental health. Yeah. I know you've spoken recently at an institutional investors conference on how can empathy and authenticity and commitment to well-being be one of the most powerful tools that we have as an employer with our employees. If you think about the experience over the past year and a half, what's worked for us and what advice would you have for, uh, for others and other organizations? 
Yeah, mental health, wellness, uh, you know, it's it has been and it will continue to be a big focus for us. People all over the world are reporting more burnout than ever before. And, and as you said, the blurred lines between work and home are contributing to that. In fact, the World Health Organization has recently recognized burnout as an occupational health issue. So that's a big, uh, that's a big signal for us. At SLC, we focused on two things. First, the role of the leader, having really good one-on-one conversations so they can understand the needs of their people and how to support people in the way they need to be supported. So we invested in leader training on that. The second one is just creating a culture of psychological safety. We're talking about mental wellness in the workplace is okay to do, Um, making sure people feel they can speak up, ask for what they need. The workplace is a powerful platform to reduce the stigma of talking about mental health. So we've really tried to create that culture of uh, psychological safety. And then lastly, Steve, as you know, one of the biggest hits of our new protocols to help uh, in the pandemic is our no meeting half day Fridays, which we've been enjoying for over a year here at SLC. And while it doesn't work perfectly, it gives people the permission to say no to meetings on a Friday to catch up on their work, to reduce the screen time and the meeting time. We've also encouraged no meeting zone lunch times and walking meetings and shorter meetings and just good etiquette to reduce the meetings and limit the number of the the hours that people are in front of screens. Well, the half day Fridays has certainly been popular. And I actually think it's also led to better efficiency because you can get some things done and and it it frees up your weekend, which is important. So one more uh, personal question. I know that your son is a very active junior hockey player, which means you spend a lot of time in hockey rinks, which I think you're not allowed back into. So when you pack your bag to prepare for two hours in a hockey, in a cold hockey rink, what's in that bag to help you get through it? Oh, uh, what's in my bag? Um, Gloves, (laughs) a hat, and just, you know, I used to show up with my phones and and do the multitasking, but I've become so into the game that I'm just on the edge of my seat. So I don't really worry about what's in my bag anymore. I'm just super excited to, to watch the games and be there with the other parents and cheer the whole team on. So how about a blanket to sit on? (laughs) Yeah, I'm hoping maybe for Christmas, I'll I'll get that from my son. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, Amy. These are, you know, this whole return to work topic and future workers on everybody's mind. So we really appreciate your comments. And thanks, everyone, for listening into this episode. Thank you. 